Welcome to Marketing Strategies with Audrey Kirchner, sponsored by Incoma, taking your small business to the next level with proven creative solutions designed to grow your awareness and connect to your customers. Now, here's Audrey. Hi there, and welcome. This is Audrey Kirshner. I am the co-founder and chief marketing strategist here at Incoma. Incoma is a full-service marketing agency, and we bring that big agency feel, process, and customer service to small and medium-sized businesses. We do marketing strategy, branding, website design and hosting, content marketing, search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising. To learn more about what we do, ask a question, or schedule a marketing evaluation for your business, go to our website, Incoma.com. That's I-N-K-Y-M-A.com. If this is your first show, one of your first shows, or if you've been listening from the beginning, thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate all the support, and I'm hoping that you're finding the information I'm sharing useful to you. You can subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode on my website, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Audible. So today we're going to talk about digital advertising. That's always something I get so many questions about, but specifically how to do it right for your business. This is a really, really big topic. I could fill volumes about it. I could do a whole training program for a week or two weeks and still not cover everything. So in our wee half hour that we have here together, I'm really going to hit more strategic notes and not so much about the applications and how you do things, but I'm going to tell you what you need to do with that. So what is digital advertising? I want to explain a little bit because when I'm talking to people, they get very, very confused between paid advertising, which is what digital advertising is, and organic posting on social media platforms. They are different. Organic posting on social media is free. That is just your time and your effort that you're putting into it. Digital advertising, paid advertising on platforms is where you put an ad together and you post it to the platform and then you pay money to have it pushed out to a very specific audience. And then you get reporting back on how many people saw it, how many people clicked through. And so that's the big difference. You have more control over how many people see it when it's paid versus organic, which you have absolutely no control over. Digital advertising is a numbers game. You're going to put a certain amount of money every month into it. And depending on the amount that you spend, you're going to get a certain amount of impressions, which will lead to a certain amount of click-throughs, which will lead to a certain amount of leads being generated for your business, which comes back all to awareness. You want the most impressions you can get for the money that you're going to spend. And when you want more impressions than what you're getting, you spend more money. So before I dive into the types of digital advertising and what you say in the ads, which we will absolutely talk about, I want to talk a little bit about who should use digital advertising. It's, it's not for every business or every type of business. Some businesses, it's a no-brainer. Others, you either have to figure it out and, and, and do it the right way so that it's useful to you, or it's something you just stay away from 100%. So those that are going to benefit from this are definitely business consumer type of businesses. Those that are um, retail in nature, you're selling products, you're selling services to the general um, population. And that can be a 
if you have a brick and mortar location or you have an online store or you have both or one or the other. Um, advertising works really, really well for those. You can do some business to business, but only in certain situations. One, if you can really pinpoint your specific audience and how to only direct your ads towards them. You never want to just shotgun an ad out. That's a waste of your ad spend. You want to be really specific and targeted to your audience. So here's an example of a business to business type of ad that will work. So let's say you're a commercial contractor and you only work with dentist office. You um, redesign and you build dentist office from scratch. So you can target this audience and I would recommend you don't want to just target all dentists or people that are interested in dentistry because you're just going to get a weird myriad of people. You're going to get customers. And then even if you can pinpoint it to dentists, you're going to get people that are either in dental school or they're um, dentists working for another office and they're really in no position to buy what the contractor is offering. What you want is you want to be able to target ads to say if the person visits this particular type of website, a dental product website where they're selling chairs and drills and those sorts of things, then show them my ad because that shows that they're part of the buying process and they can help make decisions, which means that they can take the action that the ad has. So for today, most of my examples are going to be around that B2C world, the consumer world. Um, but I'll try to throw in a couple of uh, B2B examples there for everybody else. So let's talk a little bit about the different type of platforms that you can advertise on. Top two, Google and Facebook, right? There's tons and tons of advertising opportunities out there digitally, but the top two where you can get the most traction with impressions and reach are Google and Facebook. And Google way more than Facebook. So the example I like to use is let's say you've selected your target audience and you can you can have uh, 10,000 impressions on Facebook, same audience, you're gonna have 100,000 on Google. Just because Google has more things that we as people use every day. Not everybody uses Facebook, not everybody's using it all the time. But with Google, you know, you've got Gmail, you've got YouTube, you've got uh, games, you've got applications, um, you've got Google My Business, and you've got Google Maps. So whoever's listening, I'm pretty sure that you use one of those products. And then Facebook, maybe you do, maybe you don't. You may have an account and you may not log in. So kind of look at your audience and, and decide which is um, you know more appropriate for you. Facebook has additional places that they advertise on too, on their network. They have, of course, Facebook. Instagram, because Instagram is owned by Facebook. And then they have their in-network advertising where they're able to place their Facebook ads out on other um, sites that they've partnered with. And then Google, same thing. They have search, which everybody's probably more familiar with than any of the other ad products that Google has. Um, that's where your ad will show up in the search display and it's keyword based. Then there's the display ads network. This is their biggest product and probably the one that's most underutilized. When I talk to people, most don't know about it. And so this is where when you create an ad and a person fits your target audience, then that ad will go where they are. So they could be on a news site. They could be on a weather site. They could be on a weather app. They could be playing solitaire on their phone. They could be checking their free Gmail account or they could be on YouTube. Your ad can go on one or any of those platforms and Google just does it automatically. So that's where the display 
network is really, really powerful. And then, of course, you have YouTube, which is owned by Google as well. So if you want to do specific YouTube ads where your ad shows up in that five-second slot before the um, video they're watching starts, you can do that. So I've run through just the top two options, and then I can kind of already hear it out there. Well, what do I use? Here's where audience targeting is your best friend. Because if you stop and think about who you want as a customer, then you can figure out what platform you should use. So in an example, if you're a B2B company, you know, Google may work, right, if you can find the right selectors, but you might have more success on LinkedIn depending on who your audience is, right? Because it's the pretty much the platform for business-to-business communications. And so you could do ads on LinkedIn. So that's why you need to really figure out who your target audience is. So I highly recommend if you haven't listened to it or it's been a while since you've listened to it, go back to episode one where I talk about strategy versus tactics. And I walk you through how to put your strategy together and how to find your target audience. Um, That will be an invaluable tool for you all the way through all of your marketing. So the answer to your question, what do I use? Use the platform where your target audience spends most of its time. And then my answer usually is Google because we all spend time on Google. So now that we've talked about who and what type of businesses ads are good for and where you can advertise and and the differences between all of them, I want to talk to you a little bit about how to create an ad, what you put in the ad, um, what's going to give you your best chance to get that person to take an action. You're listening to Marketing Strategies, and I'm Audrey Kirshner. We're talking about how to do digital advertising the right way so that you can grow your business. So what should you put in those ads? So the first thing I'm going to tell you, and it's probably the most important thing, is that you your ad has to be super hyper-focused. You have a very, very small amount of time, probably less than a second, maybe a second, to grab someone in an ad, right? They're busy. They're, they weren't intending to look at your ad. It got served to them so that if you want them to do something with it, you've got to grab them really fast and make sure that you're um, giving them something that they want. So a highly focused ad, one product or one service, just one, and then one call to action, You don't want to do anything too general because then you're just going to be wasting your ad spend because you won't be able to target it down really, really far and you're less likely to get people to click through. So impressions would be great, but then your click-through rate wouldn't be so great and that's a waste of money. So let's talk about an example, right? Two types of ad. A general ad for a pet care company. I like working with pet care companies. They're fun. And they have six different services that they offer in-home, on their facility, all this great stuff dog grooming, boarding, pet sitting, daycare, uh, yard cleanup, walking. Let's say ad A tries to hit all of those. Do you need one of these services? Boom, 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 right? And then says, well, schedule one. And then you send it out to anybody that has a pet. So that's ad A, right? Within a 10-mile radius. And then if the person actually pays attention long enough, maybe they're going to pick one and then call about it. Or ad B, You put an ad out for kennel boarding for pets to people who are getting ready or starting to book their vacations for whatever time frame it is. It could be over the summer. It could be during the holiday season. And then you talk to those people in that ad. While you're making your reservation, don't forget about your best friend's boarding reservation too. Make their reservation online now. Click here or a call here. 
And then you can target people that are uh, pet owners that are in the process or uh, searching for vacation information, hotels, airfare. Um, and that way you're talking directly to them as opposed to just shotgunning them with information. The more specific and focused approach makes it more likely you're going to get them to click on something or take action. So your impressions might be a little smaller, your audience might be smaller, but you're going to get a better click-through rate, which is the more important metric than impressions. Next thing I want to talk to you about is goals. That one call to action. Um, Be very, very focused on what it is you want them to do because when you put it out there and you start getting tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of impressions, that's what they're going to do. So here's a couple of examples of the types of goals you can have for the ad and how you set the ad up depends on the goal that you choose. Um, So the most simplest and the one that I think people um, resonate with the most because it leads directly to sales is buy this product, buy this service, click here and buy. E-commerce uses it all the time. It's great because you can click right through and do all of your buying. The next one is schedule an appointment for something. Um, many, many services out there, specifically in the contractor arena, is you need to go to their site and evaluate the kitchen, the roof, the plumbing in order to give a quote. So scheduling an appointment to get a free evaluation or scheduling an appointment to get a quote is absolutely a goal. And you can have all these mechanisms built around your ad to do that. Signing up for a free giveaway, they're called lead magnets. I call them high value downloads to get them into a sales funnel. This is really good for high priced items, something that has a long sales cycle, high trust factor. Um, I did a whole episode on sales funnels. So go check that out if you're intrigued or interested um, to learn more about sales funnels. Another goal is you could just simply want them to pick up the phone and call, right? Click to call. ask a question, schedule an appointment, um, talk about doing an over-the-phone evaluation. That's always an option. Another one is uh, registering for an event. So if you're holding an event, they can buy tickets, or maybe you just want people to pre-register so you have some idea of what your attendance rate is going to look like. That could be the sole goal of your ad is to get people to just register for the event ahead of time. And and an event can just be an event to the public or if you're doing a trade show or you're going to have a booth at at a big expo, you can put stuff out there to generate awareness and ask people to register. So again, that you start getting names and addresses of people, email addresses of people that you think are going to stop by and you can send them offers, you can do all, all sorts of things. And then the last one on my list is to sign up for a newsletter, start following a podcast, follow a social media account. Um, The following social media account is really a great effective ad for Facebook. With brand new pages, we do this for our clients all the time as we set up a follow ad, um, kind of like introducing ourselves to the Facebook neighborhood and trying to get that count up really quick so that when we start doing organic posting, we reach more people. And so this type of thing, it's really good for long sales cycle, like months or years, like or something that's cyclical where you sign a contract and then it has to be renewed every year or two years. Getting people into a newsletter is a really great way to do that. So I like to call these list building ads. So I've talked about a lot of different things here. And so now I want to give you a couple of examples from a few different industries to hopefully solidify this in your brain um, about how this works, because it is a, a little complicated and it's really specific right down to the business. So my first example, product sales. Let's talk about a coffee retailer who sells 
carries three different brands of coffee. So our ad is gonna focus on one brand of coffee. And if there is a gateway product that like everybody just loves and they're they're willing to try that one, maybe it's the size of it, maybe um, it's their flagship product, um, that's what it's gonna be for. A gateway product or service is something where people need it more than they need the other stuff, but then once they become a customer, they're more willing to try the other things. So in the example I shared before of the pet care company, Kennel Boarding's their gateway product doggy daycare and grooming, those are the add-ons. And so for our coffee retailer here, we're gonna pick one brand, a nice size, um, and then offer a discount coupon for placing their first order. That kind of grabs attention more. I love coffee, you're gonna give me a discount for trying your coffee, the size is good, I might give it a whirl. Um, This is really good for when you're launching a new brand or a brand new company, or maybe you're just launching your e-commerce site for the first time, you've had a local shop, now you're broadening your horizons. This introduction gets people into your system, then you can get all sorts of things, them buying other products, getting testimonials for them. So this type of ad is really effective. Now let's talk about a services ad. And I wanna talk about a senior citizen's home healthcare company. Um, They're obviously B2C, highly niched. And so what we did for them is we created an offer to ask them to sign up for a newsletter. And we targeted people in the geographic location where they wanted customers. So it wasn't their location. People don't come to them. They're out and about. So we picked their geographic regions. And people ages 45 and up. So we're not targeting the senior citizens because they're not the ones that really make the decision. It's their children that make the decision. And so they start thinking about it a little earlier than the parents do. And so they'll sign up for things like this. They get education, they get information. And then when the time comes where mom, dad, or both need some additional help to come into the house, they've already got a name in their head. So it's staying top of mind with a specific audience so that they're there when they need them and they're not going out and doing a Google search and trying to find a a company that they've never heard of before. And now I'm going to do a B2B example, which I promised earlier. So let's talk about a business coaching business. And they're targeting sales professionals in the financial sector. And specifically, they want to work with business development salespeople and training them on how to be better at their jobs so they can make more money. So this is where something like LinkedIn would come in um, to be really effective because you can use Sales Navigator and really hone in on people with business development titles who work for financial companies and maybe it's the owner of the company or the vice president of business development you can do based on titles and then you can send them a free offer for um, an item about how to be better at business development. It could be an ebook, it can be a checklist, it can be a quick guide And what this does is it pre-qualifies them and we push them into a sales funnel so that they can get warmed up to the idea of getting business coaching. And then this would also work really well as a Google ad if you can target people to a specific um, trade website. So if there's a trade website out there for um, financial companies, then you can target them that way and then their basic interest is business development, it'll really hone down. And then my last example are high cost items or 
undesirable services. I've talked about that before in other podcasts, and I'll put links in the show notes for that. So let's talk about homeowner insurance. That's an undesirable service, right? It's something that all homeowners need, have to have. None of them really want to shop for it, um, but you kind of have to. So what the insurance company can do is they can create an ad that takes people to a landing page that has an insurance calculator on it, right? Because that's something that has to get shopped every year, every two years, depending on how long you bought your policy for, but you're shopping for rates. And so the calculator could give them what the rate is based off of a set of criteria. And then for them to get the results, they have to put in their name, their email address, and their telephone number. And then they get the results with the message that could say, um, if you like these rates, click here to have a representative call you to talk about next steps. And so whether they click, whether they don't click, but they put their information in, you can actually put them into a newsletter list so that then they can keep getting information from you. However often your newsletter goes out, because maybe they didn't want your quote this year, but guess what, they gotta do it again next year. And if you're in their inbox all year long, familiarity breeds trust. And so they're gonna wanna come back to you and might even like your quote a little better because you've been giving them education for an entire year for free. So before we wind this up, I want to go over a couple of best practices for ad creation. So with almost every ad platform, you get the ability to have photos and now videos. And I would opt for videos, 15 to 20 second, really, really quick videos. We're not talking about really long ones here. And either way, if you go video, if you go photo, make sure your logo is on everything. And for the video, make sure the logo is visible throughout the entire video, first to last frame, all of them. Because what you want is you're getting that impression. Even if they only look at it for a fraction of a second, I want them to see your logo. Because again, that familiarity will start to breed trust. And they may not click on it the first time they see the ad, it may be the fifth time. And that fifth time could have been because all of a sudden they're starting to recognize your logo because you've got it on everything. So make sure, um, if you can, do video and make sure your logo's everywhere. Let's talk a little bit about language. So I want you to talk to people as if they know that they have a problem they are self-aware of that they have a problem. They need homeowner's insurance. They want a good cup of coffee. They need to board their dog, right? They, they're aware. And you want to tell them about how you solve that. The key here is if you're doing it in video or even in that photo, you've got to do it within the first five seconds. Don't say your name. No pithy opening line. you got to get right to the punch because you only have split seconds to grab their attention. And on things like YouTube, you've got only those first five seconds. So if you grab them with identifying a problem, they'll listen if they go, oh yeah, that is me. And then they'll finish the rest of it. You want to run across as many platforms as your budget will allow. So once you figure out and set your budget, see how many t places you can run your ad. You don't want to spread it too thin across multiple platforms because then you won't get enough impression on each platform. Um, but you don't want to do just one platform either. If you just do Facebook, you're missing out on those people when they go to other places. And like I said earlier, they may not be on Facebook all the time. It would be great to grab them when they're on Facebook, Instagram, when they go to their weather app, when they play solitaire, and then if they go to LinkedIn, right? That's what I call a surround sound effect. They keep seeing you in different places and then all of a sudden you're just everywhere. If you can only do one, do Google and do the Google Display Network because that gives you surround sound by itself because there are so many places that they'll place the ad for you on your behalf. And then the last best practice that I wanna share is pretty important and it's the one that gets ignored the most, I think, is you need to be consistent. 
Don't turn your ads on and off. Don't boost a post on Facebook for a week and be disgruntled or angry when nothing comes of it. This takes time. It takes frequency and it takes duration, which means your audience needs to see your ad multiple times over a long period of time. So once you start running it, and, and some ads may be for a specific time frame, but make them at least three months. Don't don't make a two-week ad. Make it three months and then switch them up with other ads um, because you want them to, to, to see you more often and over time because people People's situations, they change from month to month. This month, they might not have needed you. Next month, they might, or three months from now. You wanna make sure that as people are coming into the pool, they're seeing you. In your off season or your low time and you wanna lower your budget, that's fine. Dial it back, don't turn it off. Hopefully, I've gotten you intrigued about ads, not just running something um, or um, you know different thoughts and ideas, and that's wonderful. But now I want you to take action because if you don't do anything with this information, it's not helpful. You've just wasted your last, you know, 20 some odd minutes with me, which I don't want you to do. I want you to do successful ads. So here's what I want you to do next. Here's what I want you to take action on. First, what's your goal? What do you want them to do? And then make sure you know who that audience is. Be very, very focused. One service, one goal, and as targeted as possible. Your language will come out so much faster and better, and you'll be so much more pleased with your ad. Next, I want you to pick your platform. If you want to start small, go with Google Display Network, and then add them as you go, as you're seeing results and you're tweaking things. Then next, create your video, hopefully your video, or pick your images, and write your ad language. And remember, it's a problem solution statement that can be identified and digested within five seconds. And video is better, um, but just make sure whatever you're doing, your logo is present. And then the last thing is you need to be educated on the platforms that you choose. Usually when I'm talking to someone, their problem with their ads is one of two things. Number one is that they didn't understand how to use the ad system and they didn't make the right choices. It wasn't doing what they expected it to do or what they thought it was doing because they didn't make the right choices. It's a piece of software, just like any other software. And then the second thing is, is that they don't write the right language. They start out with, hi, I'm so-and-so and I work for a click they're gone. So remember that. Now there's definitely a learning curve here. You have to learn the system. You've got to write the ad. You've got to get a video created. So if you're not comfortable with online systems, right, if they kind of make you squeamish and you don't like learning new ones, or if you don't have the time to do this the right way, you hire an agency to do it for you. And that's the beauty of it. And here's what I want you to think about. A lot of people say, oh, I'm going to do all this myself because I have to spend so much money and give it to Facebook and give it to Google. So I'm going to save money and do the ad myself. When in reality, you're really not saving the money because you may not have created the ad the right way and you may not have set it up in the system the right way. You may not have chosen the right goals. A good agency is going to do all of that for you. They're going to help you write the right ad, create the very succinct video so that for every dollar that you spend, you're maximizing that spend. And that's a real return on investment, not saving and creating it yourself. So just think about it from that perspective. Here at Incomo, we like to give back to the business community. I provide a free 45-minute marketing consultation to any business owner. Maybe you just want to talk about whether ads are right for you. Um, 
get advice on how to get trained on using these platforms, or you want to talk about your website, or maybe you want to talk about sales funnels. I'm up for talking about anything to do with marketing in those 45 minutes, whether you need us at this moment in time or it's out into the future five years. No worries. Just go to our website, Incoma.com. That's I-N-K-Y-M-A.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner to schedule your marketing evaluation. Just click schedule and you are on my calendar. If you found the information in this episode or past episodes useful, consider sharing it with your other business owners in your network. I want all businesses to be able to do marketing the right way, whether they do it themselves or they hire someone to do it on their behalf, they need to be educated. So please share the podcast, follow the podcast so that all of our businesses can grow and thrive. And that's it for this week. And thanks for listening and have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to Marketing Strategies, brought to you by Incoma online at inkyma.com. Incoma.com. Now heard every Saturday morning at 930 on KPPF. And hear the podcast on Podbean.